Hello and welcome to Believe in Me with Rona Barton. This episode is the third of a short series for organisations. The aim is to help educate leaders, managers and HR teams about ME and Long Covid. Please feel free to share this series with your organisation. You can head to www.ronabarton.co.uk forward slash media for more information about me and my story. Don't forget, you can review, share and subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you're listening now. Okay, let's jump straight in. Last week we spoke about supporting people with ME and long COVID who are already in work. This week we're thinking about how we can support people with ME and long COVID who are currently off sick. As I mentioned last week, I'm not here to remind you of your legal responsibilities, as you or your HR team will deal with that. But I am here to give you some guidance around the more practical side of things. With that in mind, let's consider how the person with ME or long COVID might be feeling right now. As ME and long COVID are fluctuating illnesses, symptoms can vary day to day as well as over longer periods. This can make it difficult to maintain a consistent level of working, which can be frustrating and challenging for the individual as well as you as their employer. I'm sure you can imagine that this frustration may also lead to worry for the individual, especially with regards to when they might be able to return to work or even if they will have a job to go back to. They may also be worrying about how supportive their employer will be. Some working environments are supportive, others not so much, and this can weigh heavily on the mind of somebody living with ME or long COVID. It can add extra stress, which in turn can exacerbate their symptoms. On top of this, they may also be feeling like they've let their family down as they're not currently working or contributing to the upkeep of the household. They may have worries around any childcare needs, concerns around how they will manage the day-to-day housekeeping and cleaning, let alone how they will then add in a full day of work. This can all quickly snowball to concerns around finances and how they'll be able to deal with other events or celebrations. And all of this can go through their mind in a matter of seconds and again add stress to the mix of already busy emotions. These are very reasonable thoughts to be having, especially when it feels like your whole world has just been turned upside down through no fault of your own. Whilst it's not for their employer to solve all of these queries, it's important for employers to realise the thinking behind the pressure that an individual might be feeling to get back to work. So what's your process right now for people who are off sick and how you communicate with them? I mean, it is inevitable. Everybody gets sick. None of us enjoy it. Most people, when they're sick, will contact their employer to advise they're unwell and they need to take the day off. They may need more than one day off, and I'm sure none of us would like somebody to come back to work too early and risk spreading a bug around the organisation. 
Occasional illness is normal, and I'm sure as an employer this has been anticipated by your organisation. There will be a standard absence policy in place and some form of absence tracker to help spot any trends or even abuse of sick leave privileges. After about seven days of work, the employee is likely to be asked to provide a fit note and may even require a return to work meeting. Following the initial notification to work to explain that they're unwell, there may have been a second call to confirm that longer than one day is needed and then perhaps nothing much else? Your level of communication will vary depending on the size of your organisation and the nature of the illness. However, maintaining contact with absent employees can help to build stronger working relationships whilst also giving the organisation a better idea of when they'll be able to return to work. Balancing concern for your employee with your desire to help them return to work can be tricky as you don't want to come across as intrusive or overbearing, but open communication is key to ensuring that your employee feels valued and encouraged to return to work. Now in last week's episode, I spoke about having the first conversation with people with ME and long COVID who are currently in work. You know, feel free to re-listen to that episode. Having a conversation for the first time when your employee is currently off sick with ME and long COVID though, will be a little different. Chances are this will be via telephone or perhaps a video calling programme such as Skype or Zoom or MS Teams. You will want to start by arranging a suitable date and time to have this chat. And you can do this during your initial discussion. You know, that initial phone call when they phone and say they need some time off, they've been diagnosed with ME or long COVID. You'll want to agree a time scale for these calls so that you can both set aside the required time in your diaries without feeling rushed. And during this call or or video chat, you might want to find out some specific information. So you'll want to consider things such as asking them to tell you about their ME and their long COVID. How specifically is it impacting them at the moment? How does it impact them on a day-to-day basis? And how are they managing their condition at home? When having this conversation, please show that you're listening to the person. Keep in mind they may have cognitive difficulties, so they might struggle for some words, and please don't rush them to speak. Brain fog is real, and it's frustrating to them as much as it is to you. Please lay out a clear communications plan with them so that they can plan their calls into their baseline activities. This will allow them to collate their thoughts and prepare a summary of how things are going in advance of the calls, rather than trying to pull this information together on the call. If there's something specific that you'd like to cover with them, please try to give them notice. Again, this will allow them to do some preparation or even ask for help from other people in case it's required. Clear planning 
communication and reviewing progress are all vital to supporting and guiding people with ME and long COVID whilst they're off sick. They may not be able to give you an exact date when they'll return to work, but both they and you will be aiming to get back into the workplace at some point. The reassurance of regular communications will go a long way to helping to settle any concerns that the individual may have about their job. So let's think about some of these key takeaways from this episode. Number one, people with ME and long COVID will be going through a myriad of emotions and will have several concerns or worries on their mind. Number two, they may need help navigating the company policies and procedures in relation to being off sick to help reduce some of these concerns. Number three, it would be helpful for them to know what the plan is in terms of communications and the processes around being off sick. And number four, knowing that their employer is willing to listen and be part of their support team as they try to get back to work will help to boost their confidence in their working relationship with you and their value to the organisation. So that's it for today, everybody. As I've mentioned, this episode is part of a short series for organisations. The aim is to help educate leaders, managers and HR teams about ME and long COVID. Please feel free to share this series with your organisation and you can head to ronabarton.co.uk forward slash media for more information about me and my story. Thank you for listening. Don't forget you can review, share and subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye for now. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.